Hey, everybody. How you doing? And welcome to episode number 95 of the John Riley Project. Today is December 1st, 2019. Wow, it's December. Unbelievable. The time is flying. Hey, we're broadcasting as we always do from the city in the country, Poway, California. Thanks for joining us. You know, this is a podcast all about life liberty and the pursuit of happiness. And we're really going to dig in on this whole notion of, of the life and the pursuit of happiness parts in this podcast episode. We hope you really enjoy it. And you know, like I said, it's it's December already. We're getting near the end of the year. You know, some would argue we're getting near the end of the decade, right? And you know, I think technically the decade begins January 1st, 2021, I think, right? But it's not really an absolute. I think a lot of people think the decade changes when the odometer changes, which is 2020, right? Um, when the calendar flips and we got a new digit in the third column. Um, but at any rate, you know, it's this is a big time. You know, we're going to be evaluating our lives. We're going to be, some of us or many of us are going to be putting together New Year's resolutions. But I've already been seeing things on Facebook kind of comparing where you were 10 years ago versus where you are today. And has your life really, you know, blossomed? Has it flourished? Have you had struggles? What are some of the things that have happened in your life as we are now 10 years down the road about to, like I said, go into a new decade? So it's a really interesting time for us to sort of think and explore. And right around, you know, a few weeks ago, there's a guy that lives here in town. Uh, his name's Chris Garnier. If you ever met him, he's a, he's a well-known person in Poway. And he posted something on Facebook that I thought was really tremendous. It was a great question. And, he, and it said, if money were no object and success was guaranteed, what would you be doing with your life? And oh man, what a great question, especially, like I said, around this time of the year, this time of the decade. It's, you know, that classic magic wand question. If you could wave a magic wand, what would you be doing with your life? And the responses that I saw on that Facebook post from a lot of people here in our community, in Rancho Bernardo, in Poway, in Carmel Mountain Ranch, Forest Ranch, Saber Springs, um, you know, just really they're local people here and they were sharing their thoughts. And it was really neat to see that a lot of people are already doing what they want to do with their life. You know, the, the question again, if money were no object, success was guaranteed, what would you be doing with your life? And some people said, I'd just be doing more of what I'm doing now. I mean, there were people that, um, you know, they wanted to travel and learn from a variety of other cultures, and they'd already been doing some of that, and they wanted to do more. Um, there are other people that, you know, wanted to teach, and they wanted to clean up the environment or be an artist. There were some people that were helping out, you know, disabled, uh, you know, children, and, and they're already doing it. And, and and they love what they're doing and, and they really have their, their career and their values aligned. They just wish they could do more of it. Um, and I think it's great that some people are already going down that path. But still, there were a number of other responses from people that were really struggling with it. And, you know, life is hard. Life is challenging. Life can really punch you in the nose sometimes. And there were people that were kind of coming to grips and they were saying, well, I'd love to do this, but you know, I really can't. Or there was this situation or there was some reason why they couldn't really 
live their dream life. Um, you know, and, and it was kind of sad, you know, to see some people struggling with it. But I get it. I understand. I mean, like life is a struggle and it's not simple. Um, but it, it did invite the question, you know, really, what is really holding you back from living that dream life? Um, what are you waiting for? And, you know, some people said, oh, if I only had more time or if I had more money and and then I would be able to do what I want to do. And sure, I mean, I get that. I mean, if you know, time and money are important resources and we have, if we have more of each, then we can do more things, um, you know, that are consistent with our own values. But still to a degree, you know, it's, it's an excuse to. To a degree, um, you know, other people were, were making other forms of excuses and deflecting. And and I just I threw it out there and I, I said, you know, on this Facebook stream, I said, well, what, why aren't you doing anything now? You know, why aren't you taking action now? And, and you can imagine that generated a whole bunch of interesting responses. And it really in, invites a lot of questions. So. One of them is, is why are you where you are right now? And this brings up the classic, the nature versus nurture, right? Some people think that they, they are where they are right now because of nature, because of the family they were born into, the parents that they had, or maybe it was, you know, they were born um, that they were athletic or they were not athletic or there was they had a disability or they didn't have a disability and they'll focus on the nature portion of it that really defines where they are in life. There are other people that will look at the nurture side and they'll say, well, you know, I I was fortunate to have parents that really loved me and supported me and were always there for me. And other people, the opposite. They, they lived in a home of dysfunction and chaos and they didn't have that support. But then the nurturing, you see it from other places too. You know, maybe some people were, were fortunate to have a really good teacher that, that, or a really good role model that helped bring them along. Other people maybe had the opposite or didn't have those kinds of people in their life at all. And so that's usually the debate. You know, where are you in your life right now? Is it nature? Is it nurture? And, you know, it's obviously some combination of the two. But there's one other variable in that equation that isn't brought up nearly as often. And it's really, what are the choices that you're making in your life? Those choices, whether they are the choice for your career, the choice for the relationships that you have, the choices for the lifestyle you choose to live, those choices also have a huge impact on where you are in your life right now. And I think many might argue that for most people, those choices that we make probably have a greater, uh, I guess there are more heavily weighted variable in the equation than nature or nurture. Now, obviously for some people, nature or nurture might be more heavily weighted than choice, but I think those are the exceptions to the rule. In my opinion, your choices are by far the greatest influence that most people have in their life. I mean, because we have free will, right? I mean, we can choose to think, to speak, to act. And, you know, there was a, there was another, it was it really, I was, as I was getting ready to do this podcast, I was thinking this through and I hadn't really had all my thoughts together yet. 
And then someone had posted something else on Facebook and I decided to share it and I shared it. And man, the number of reactions just lit up and it was perfect because it was perfectly aligned with what I'm talking about now. And I want to share that with you. And it was one of those memes with a nice graphic and then this quote overlaid. And it said, everything you do is based on the choices you make. It's not your parents your past relationships, your job, the economy, the weather, an argument, or your age is to blame. You and only you are responsible for every decision you make, period. And wow, I mean, is that like right on target? Now, that doesn't mean that you're responsible for everything that has happened in your life. I mean, there's obviously certain circumstances that people were born into, but Certainly, everything you do is based on the choices that you make. And this is really, you know, a very blunt message. You know, it's almost like you remember when um, was it A.J.? What was his name? Was it A.J. Smith that was the former general manager of the San Diego Chargers? He said, you are what your record says you are. I know, wait a minute, that was Bill Parcells, the, the New York Giants football coach. You are what your record says you are. So what everything you do is based on the choices that you made. Your choices largely led you to where you are in your life today. And I think about my life and there's definitely a nature aspect, a nurture aspect, but the choices, speaking for myself, the choices that I've made in my life around career, relationships, lifestyle, everything are hugely influential to determine where I happen to be in my life at this moment. So this really, you know, struck me at the core and it was consistent with this opening question that was asked, you know, if money were no object and success was guaranteed, what would you be doing with your life? So, you know, that's the magic wand, right? If you could wave a magic wand, what would you be doing? And we all know that's a fantasy. I mean, magic wands do not exist, even though you might be a Harry Potter fan. Um, they don't exist. And really, you know, uh, the whole notion of a magic wand is this idea that you can be instantly transported into a new life, a new circumstance, a new situation. And that only happens really on the holodeck on Star Trek, the next generation, right? That That sort of thing isn't real. Okay, so... But what is real, the real deal, the reality is, is that the big changes in your life come from making a long series of small decisions. A long series of small decisions is largely what the reality of your situation is. And it starts, you know, with baby steps and requires, you know, we, we can climb out of this. I mean, if, if these choices, this long series of choices and decisions we've made have led us to our position in life, and if we're not satisfied with that, then baby steps and small, consistent decisions can also lead us out. And that often requires very little time and often no money at all to transform and move your life into that direction 
uh, moving in the direction of that opening question. What would you be doing with your life? You can take action now. But a lot of people still struggle with that. And, and, and it's hard to admit, but a lot of people, I think, are afraid. I know I've been afraid in moments of my life where you get into a comfort zone, you get into a routine, and to try to break out of that, to change direction, to make those steps in the, the new direction, I mean, that can, be, that can be scary. I mean, that can be frightening. Um, but you have to do what, you know, Jim Collins, who's the author of the book Good to Great, which is one of my favorite books. It's a, it's a business book about transforming, you know, medium to good businesses into great businesses. And one of the, the, the key elements of it is you have to confront the, the brutal facts. And if there are situations in your business, in your life, you have to address them. You have to understand reality and make proper decisions to solve those problems. But in order to do that, it takes it takes courage. It takes strength to overcome fear and to break out of those comfort zones. And it's not easy, not at all. But those comfort zones can trap people and prevent them from living a life that they really want to live. You know, the comfort zones end up creating barriers and we settle in and we get into a pattern and it's a trap. It really is a trap. Um, And I think those comfort zones can shield us from really thinking about what do we want our future life to be. And if we're in a comfort zone, we may deny that that reality even exists, that there is a better life and something that really is attainable. There's other people, I think, that when they consider this thought of, you know, if money were no object and success was guaranteed, what would you be doing with your life? Well, I don't even think that some people think that way at all. They don't really think about what do they want to do with their life. They don't really have a goal. They don't have an aspiration. You know, they might have a fantasy from time to time, but they don't really have a plan and they don't take action. What some people do is they just sort of drift. You know, they just, you know, kind of have a life without purpose. They may go through the motions. They may transition from one crisis to the next. And that's another trap, this notion of drifting. I I don't know if you've been there. There have been moments in my life where I know that I was drifting, where I was going through the motions without taking proactive measures to put me into a better spot. I know that's real. I've been there. Um, But those are other things that can prevent us from really seeing what is possible with our lives. Really understanding what a future version of yourself really could be something that is really attainable, that it really can be attainable. Um, Now, there's obviously special circumstances that people find themselves in that are no fault of their own. And that that's obvious. I mean, there are people that, that you know, when when the uh, when, when they were dealt a hand, they ended up with a bad hand. I mean, they may have been born into a very poor family. They may have been born into very difficult circumstances. Like I said, it could be a dysfunctional family, maybe a disability. Maybe they're a victim of discrimination. Some people are in certain situations due to no fault of their own that put them in a bad spot, that put them in a tough spot. And by the other side of the coin is, is that there are some people that have been very fortunate. You know, that's the whole, 
you know, the kind of the buzzword these days of privilege. There are some people that have been put in situations where, you know, they they uh, were born on third base and they hit a triple. Um, that's the old Yogi Berra line. Um, but everybody and I don't care what position you are on that spectrum. Um, everybody has the opportunity to be better, to improve what they were dealt and then increase incrementally and improve their lives. Um, but sometimes people can't see that. Sometimes people think they have been dealt that bad hand and they're trapped and they are destined for a life of mediocrity or challenges or difficulty when really if they were to open up their mind and think more clearly, they could see that by making better choices, they can improve their situation and move themselves incrementally in the direction of living the life that they would like to live, assuming money were no object and success were guaranteed. Because we can get started now. We can get started right now. Why wait? I mean, the time right now is to get started. You may not reach that ultimate destination, but the journey along the way is where the beauty is, where the fulfillment is, and really where we can build a great deal of self-esteem. And ultimately, it's the pursuit of happiness, right? It's that, that ability to make your life better and to improve along the way. And it's almost like, you know, the, the old saying, you know, shoot for, um, uh, what was it? Shoot for the stars. And if you come up short, yeah, I don't know, how does that line go? I can't remember. But the point is, is that if you are aiming for something that you really want to attain in life, even if you come up short, you are still going to be victorious because of the great things that you're going to do along the way. And I'm, I want to break that down. I want to share with you some thoughts on, on how you can get started. But before we do, before we get to a solution, I'd like to introduce one of our sponsors. Um, our sponsor is PowayStore.com. If you come out to PowayStore.com, there's t-shirts, drinkware, stickers, um, holiday ornaments for trees and, and the like, all in, with the Poway logo, with the Poway name, some really clever shirts. You know, there's one like straight out of Poway, like, you know, the, the old straight out of Compton um, logo. And it's been made the Poway version. There's all these clever versions of these shirts, mugs, beer steins, um, like I said, holiday ornaments, magnets, car stickers. You know, they got a great 858 um, uh, sticker, you know, for representing the area. That's all there on PowayStore.com. Great place for holiday shopping or, you know, picking up a gift, a stocking supper. So roll out to PowayStore.com and get some local gear supporting your community, proudly wearing your city name. If you happen to live here in Poway, the city name Poway right there emblazoned across your chest. So PowayStore.com, come on out, check it out. All right. So how do we move forward? Um, what's the plan to move forward? And I think you know, if we're going to, you know, again, the, the opening question from that Facebook post, if money were no object and success was guaranteed, what would you be doing with your life? And like I said, my argument is 
why wait, man? Get started now. Um, the first thing you got to do is define the goal. You know, what is it that you want your life to be? Is it a career? Is it a, a place you want to live? Is it a relationship or, you know, a, a family situation that you'd like to achieve? What is that version of happiness that you really want to experience in your life? We need to define it. And by having that defined outcome in mind, that will that will be a huge part of helping us remain focused on that goal. So we've got to define it. We've got to have a clear picture of it. We maybe need to journal it and really write it out and describe it. Just really have a clear picture of what that situation is. And really ask yourself the question, what do you want your life to be? And is there a path that can get you there? Now, you got to be realistic too, right? I mean, heck, I'm 54 years old. I, I'd love to be the starting right fielder for the San Diego Padres, but I'm 54. That ain't happening. That's not realistic. So there are certain situations that are realistic or not. Pick one that really is realistic, that you think is achievable, that's a stretch, and really make it your focus. Define it and then challenge yourself to build a plan to get there. The second part of this is, is just get started, you know, just get going. It's, it's like Catherine Cloward, one of our um, guests that was here on the podcast. And she talked about, you know, when, when she built her business, she, she didn't know what the, f the final outcome was going to be. She just got on the path and started going. And as she went, she learned new things and, and got better along the way. So just get started. And you can start small. Start with baby steps. Just make sure you have that goal in mind. Get pointed in the right direction. And then just start taking incremental steps in that direction, slowly ratcheting yourself up to reach that goal. And once you start doing that and, and you have the focus, it's top of mind, and you're making those steps in the right direction, suddenly momentum starts building. Suddenly you catch a rhythm. Suddenly you get traction and you notice that things start to change positively. But it's key to really start small and go in baby steps because some people you know, they want to go from zero to 100 in a flip of a switch. They, they want to use the magic wand. But if the goal is so big and it feels unattainable, then it's going to be a disappointment because you've got to, you essentially got to control what you can control. You've got to be able to take a look at what you've got in front of you and make those incremental changes. Because if you set that goal too enormous and you, do, you ignore the steps along the way, then that unattainable goal really becomes unattainable. And then suddenly you lose focus, you lose motivation, you become discouraged, you fall right back into the comfort zone and right back into the trap. Um, it's all about baby steps. The third thing that's important as you're going down this road, down the path, believe in yourself. And we did a podcast all about believing in yourself. So important. It's having that confidence, that that inner drive that you know that you can do it. And if you're having minor wins as you're making those baby steps, you keep proving yourself over and over that you can do it and you keep moving in that right direction. I've often said this before, you are better than you think you are. And that's so true because 
We are our own worst enemies. We are our own biggest self-critics. We tear ourselves down all the time. I mean, I'm always battling that one myself. But if you look at it from a real perspective, if you're really in reality, a lot of times you're better than you think you are. You've achieved more than you really believe you can because, again, we beat ourselves up so much. So have that confidence that you're better than you think you are. The second thing, part of this believing in yourself, remember, you own your life. Your life is yours. And no one else owns your life. You own your life. And, you know, YOLO, right? You only live once, man. You've got one shot at it. You've got to take advantage of this because the clock is always ticking. The, the life has a certain amount of time. And, you know, people say live for the day because you don't know what's going to happen tomorrow. But really, our plan here is not just to live for today. We have to be living as we're building towards that ultimate goal of living the life that we want to live. Um, but it's important to understand that your life is yours. Don't let anybody take it away from you. You own it. You own yourself. Take ownership. Take pride and believe in yourself along the way. But, you know, like I said, we can be our own worst enemy, but we can sometimes surround ourselves unbeknownst by friends or family that'll try to tear us down. They're like the modern day Eeyores, like from the Winnie the Pooh. You know, they're the ones that will be telling you that the glass is half empty. Ah, you can't do it. It'll never work. You're doomed to fail. No one's ever done that. That's impossible. There will always be people like that that'll try to tear you down. And this is a great example. Um, Back in the 1990s, I had a young man that worked for me. His name was Joel, a great guy. And um, I think I was at the time, I think I was probably in my early 30s, and he might have been in his mid-20s, but he was way ahead of his time. He had a really good head on his shoulders. And he talked to me about the crabs in his neighborhood. And I was like, what do you mean crabs? And he said, you know, like if you have a glass, like think of a clear, tall glass of water, and you throw into that bottom of that glass a bunch of crabs, you know, maybe little crabs, medium-sized crabs, and there'll always be like one crab that will kind of climb and try to get themselves out of that glass. But as they work themselves up, the other crabs reach up and tear that guy down and suck him down. And, and you know, some people really get, you know, they're afraid of, of changing their lives. Some people are afraid that you might have success and they don't want to f confront their own fears. And so they tear you down to their level. You got to avoid those people. You've got to be aware of them and understand that not only can you be your worst enemy, but sometimes your friends and loved ones can be working against you. And you've got to recognize that and separate yourselves from people like that, that want to tear you down. What else in this believing in yourself? Um, you can't be overconfident. You know, there's some people believe in yourself. They 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 get cocky and, and they think that you know they're all that. They think they're the shit. You you can't be overconfident because then you're not living in reality. Then you're you believe you have skills and and abilities that are that really don't yet exist. You know, it's it's the opposite of 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 tearing yourself down. It's 
overinflating yourself. You've got to find that right balance, that sweet spot between overconfidence and underconfidence. When you live in that sweet spot of true reality where you really understand what your strengths are, what your weaknesses are, what you're really good at, and where you have problems, then you can make the appropriate decisions to move yourself forward, to capitalize on your strengths, and to either correct or sidestep your weaknesses as you move down the path for success. Um, It's also important to understand, when I say believe in yourself, that you are worthy you have value. Some people think that they are of no use, of no value, that no one loves them, that no one is there for them. You've got to be there for yourself first. You have to prove that you are worthy, that you have value, not just to other people, but you have value to yourself. You have to believe in yourself first. Um, And it's important to understand that you are worth it. Um, And as you're going down this path, you know, if you have success along the way, like those baby steps and you're getting traction, you're moving the needle, moving in the direction of your ultimate goal and you have success, hey man, reach over, pat yourself on the back because you deserve it. You do. When you have achieve something special, don't discount it. Don't go, ah, well, whatever, and then dwell on the the problems. When you have success, recognize that. Congratulate yourself for that. That's how you build self-esteem. And self-esteem is a key part in really finding happiness. And it's a key part in how we go about the pursuit of happiness. So believe in yourself along the way. So like I said, Step one, define the goal. Step two, get started. Start with baby steps. Step three, believe in yourself. And then step four, be consistent. Um, It's all about taking consistent action every single day. And it can be just focusing on one or two little things, daily disciplines. And you do those every day. And then suddenly after you know, they say 21 days is usually the magic number. Then those daily disciplines become habit. And the more you do it, the better you get at it. I mean, one great example that I've, I've achieved is through journaling. I did it a few times and it was awkward and challenging, but the more I do it, the better I am. And the more that I do it, the better I can plan and strategize and focus. The more that I do it, the better I get at it. And that consistency makes all the difference. And when I am inconsistent in my own journaling, I notice that I have a tendency to drift. I'll lose focus. I'll go through emotions. And by going back to the journaling is when I get right back on track. And so that notion of consistency is huge in determining how you're going to move down that path and how you're going to be successful. Um, but yeah, you got to keep moving the ball downfield. It's got to be top of mind focus every single day, every single hour. In many cases, every single minute, that focus, that drive on that ultimate goal, just be consistent. Um, so those are four ways you can get started. And, and, you know, like 
like I said, I, I, I responded to that Facebook post. If money were no object and success was guaranteed, what would you be doing with your life? And I said, man, just get started now. Why do you have to wait? You know, just get moving now. And, you know, people were throwing rocks at me in that Facebook post. They were saying, ah, you can't do that. That's unrealistic. I don't have the time. I don't have the money. Some people don't have those circumstances. Some people are disadvantaged. And I'm like, okay, yeah, all that's true. But we can still move in the direction towards our goal. We can still make choices, choices that will improve our lot in life. It's not just nature versus nurture. It's nature versus nurture versus your own individual choice. And you know what? You can't control nature. You largely cannot control nurture. I mean, you can do a degree, but you can't. No way you can control nature. You can only influence nurture, but your own personal choice, your free will, you can act on that right now. You can make decisions right now. Now, that's where you have the power. That's where you can really determine your own outcome based on the choices that you make. Um, wow, so much there. I mean, I, I think the, main, the key part of this is, because you know that question was, if, if you had unlimited money, you're guaranteed success, what would you be doing with your life? And that's the magic wand question. But it's never a magic wand. Change is a gradual process. You are largely where you are today through a long series of small, medium, and large choices that you've made. And to to make a an adjustment, to move the direction of your aircraft carrier to point in a new direction, it's going to take a series of small, medium, and large choices, small, medium, and large decisions over a period of time. And then you can get pointed in the right direction. But it's a gradual process. It's a gradual process how you got here. It's a gradual process how you get out. Um, but, you know, if you if you don't get hung up on any of the small stuff, anything is really possible. Almost anything. Almost anything is really possible. So there, there was this other... There's another article I saw that was sort of consistent with this idea, and I'll share the link to this article. This was a brutal article. I mean, it was like a punch in the nose, but I want to share it because there's a a great degree of truth to this. Um, And it said, if you're not happy with your life, it is your responsibility to change it. And that makes total sense, man. You own your life. That's what this whole notion, life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. Life, you own your life. You have self-ownership for your life. You need to take control of your life and really work to improve your life, to make it the best that it can be. So we can we can each live a fulfilling, flourishing, full, and complete life. If we take that control, we can do great things. But if you're not happy with where you are in your life, it's your responsibility to change it. It's not that person's responsibility. It's not this other person's responsibility. It's not your parents' responsibility. It's not your boss's responsibility. It's not your spouse's responsibility, your best friend's responsibility. It's your responsibility if uh, to change your life if you're not happy with where you are now. And so yeah, these are the, the, the bullets from this article that were literally bullets. If you're not happy with where you live, then move. And, and I, I know some people have the means to move. Other people may not have the means to move if they happen to be very destitute. But they can still build a plan 
and then implement a plan with the goal of moving. I mean, heck, uh, 150 years ago, people lived on the East Coast of the United States and there was a Western migration to California. People traveled on horseback, covered wagon, on foot. It, people moved. You know, even in the early part of the 20th century, if there were jobs somewhere, People moved to where those jobs were. Uh, people that had a great deal of economic hardship, they found a way to get it done. Um, sometimes today, you know, we're in these comfort zones and we think we can't move. We can't come up with the first, last and down payment, you know, for, uh, for the initial deposit to move into another apartment. I'm telling you, if you build a plan, you absolutely can get that done. Absolutely. You just got to be able to plan it out. And it may take a few months a few, maybe as long as a year to gather enough cash to make that move, but you can do it. And there's lots of other people that have the means to make that move. They have it now, but they just won't remove their feet from the cement that they find themselves in. They won't move. You know, people complain that, oh man, the the, the jobs aren't here. You know, the jobs have all been outsourced to Mexico or to China, but yet they stay in that city. They don't make those moves. So if you're not happy with where you live, then move or create and implement a plan to move. The next one that was on there, the other hard hitting bullet, if you're not happy with your job, then quit. (laughs) And yeah, then just quit. I did that once. I was just so miserable in my job and I quit. And the minute I did that, I felt relieved. I felt unburdened. And yeah, I had a whole separate problem that I had, you know, financial needs that needed to be met, but I had a plan. I I put a plan together and in a very short order of time, I was gainfully employed and had not only the same income, I had greater income than what I had in the previous job where I was miserable. So you have control of your life. You can make choices. If you're not happy with your job, then quit or create and implement a plan to quit. Find an escape plan that'll get you out of there. And you know what? The unemployment rate in America is so low that jobs are everywhere, especially people that have skills, especially if you're willing to move. So if you're not happy with with your job, then just quit. If you're not happy being around your friends, If your friends don't lift you up, if your friends are beating you down, if your friends are those crabs that my friend Joel talked about, if your friends don't lift you up, then leave. They're not your friends. They're people that are really pulling you down. Surround yourself with people that want the best for you. And that's that's one of Jordan Peterson's 12 principles for life. Surround yourself with people that love you, that support you, and want the best for you. So if you're not happy being around your friends, then leave. If you're not happy with your relationship, then end it. It just end it. I mean, you don't need to be stuck there. You can make choices to change your situation. If you're in a relationship that's miserable, that's um, depressing, that's um, unfulfilling, that is, um, you know, certainly violent, (laughs) leave Get out of those relationships. You don't need to be there. Um, And if you're not happy with how you view your life, then change your perspective. If you find yourself, you're always down, find a way to adjust that perspective. Take control. I mean, I'm like, I'm 54 years old. I'm thinking, my God, you know, the clock is always ticking. 
you know, YOLO, man, you only live once. You've got to take control. So, um, so important. So, wow, we covered a lot here. I'm I'm a little bit, you know, preachy right now. I'm a little bit on my soapbox, but, but I think these are important things to talk about because, you know, I'm, I'll tell you what, I mean, as I talk about a lot of these self-improvement topics like this, I'm, I'm sharing it with you, but I'm also doing it for me. I, I mean, as I plan this podcast, as I research it and prepare it, and as I deliver this podcast, I'm delivering something that I hope is valuable to you, but I know for sure it's valuable to me. And we all improve as we go through this. So um, yeah, if money were no object and success was guaranteed, what would you be doing with your life? Hey, man, just do it. That's the Nike phrase, man. Just get out there and do it. And yeah, you're going to have, you know, challenges. There's going to be time, money, you know, different situations that might be pulling you back. But breakthrough, man, you can do it. You have control over your own life. It's the one thing that you have control over. So take over your life and make those decisions that'll get you on the right track. And you're better than you think you are. You can do this. I know you can. So I encourage you reach out and share with me on Facebook um, and continue the discussion. I'll post this on Facebook and on Twitter, this podcast and tell me, man, if you think I'm full of it, let me know. I, I want to hear it. Um, if you think this, this content is important and helpful let me know too. Let's talk through this. I mean, that's the other beauty of this podcast project. It's like a community forum where we, we share and we discuss issues and we learn from one another. I'm interested in hearing what you have to say about this. So reach out to me uh, on my Facebook page, The John Riley Project, um, or on my Twitter account, John Riley Poway. I'd love to hear your feedback on this because um, I really think, like I say, nature, nurture, and your individual choice, your choices have huge impact and in many cases can overcome the nature and the nurture part if you really put your mind to it. All right. So um, thanks for listening and viewing this podcast. I really enjoy it. If you really like what you hear, if, you, if you're enjoying this, you know, share this with a friend. Let, let people know, you know, the John Riley Project is a podcast about life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. Please subscribe. If you're watching on YouTube, click on the subscribe button right below. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, man, if you think we deserve it, leave a five-star rating, a review. That would be helpful. Or just, you know, share the, share the news. Let people know about this podcast. We're trying to build up the audience. Your help would be so appreciated. That, that's the one thing. If you want to help out, that's the most important thing you can do to help move this along. It's just to share. Share the good news. Um, okay, so um, wow, we're near the end here. I always have a final quote, and, and I, I always pay attention. I research, and I always try to find a really good quote that, that fits the content of what we're discussing um, because there's a lot of really smart people out there that have been discussing a lot of these issues and have, dis- have delivered really important quotes that are easy to remember and can really make a difference. But I found three that are really good, and the first one is from Jack Canfield. And and Jack is the co-author of the Chicken Soup for the Soul series. And maybe you've read some of those books and they're short stories and, and just really uplifting stories, um, you know, a, a, about various categories in life. And they're wonderful. Um, and he said, you only have control over three things in your life. The thoughts you think, 
the images you visualize and the actions you take. I'm like, wow, man, that's right on target right there. That's what we're saying. You have direct control over the choices that you make and your thoughts and your visions are all part of that input process that you have great control over that can lead you down the path of making those choices. You can't control nature. You can partly influence nurture, but the choices that you make are largely in your control. Um, the, the second one here that was from Jack Welch, the former CEO of General Electric, is a great one. Control your own destiny or someone else will. Jack Welch, tremendous guy, one of the, the great CEOs um, in corporate America. Um, dude was brutal. I mean, he, he was a, a, a fierce competitor. And um, I remember one of the things that I, I read from him is that as a CEO, he would his objective, his mission was to always eliminate the 10%, the bottom 10%. Um, he was ruthless. And if it was the bottom 10% of anything, he would eliminate it. And he would often say too, if we can't, for you know, General Electric was in so many different business categories. He would say, if we can't be the number one or number two in our division, then we shouldn't be in this business at all. So Jack Welch, a really great you know, corporate leader, and he said, control your own destiny or someone else will. And he's so right. And the third one, I love this, and, and, and this is um, from um, Dr. Seuss, you know, and I'm trying to remember the Geisel, the Geisel Library at UC San Diego. That's where I went to college. Um, the Geisel family from La Jolla. And it's killing me. I can't remember his first name, but Mr. Geisel was the author, Dr. Seuss. And he had a great line and it says, only you can control your future. That's beautiful. That's a great way to end this. Only you can control your future. So thanks for joining us here on episode number 95 of the John Riley Project. Man, we are five episodes away from the big 100. So I'm hoping you're with us here to celebrate it. We're going to definitely have episode 100 before the end of the year. Thank you so much for listening. Thanks for watching. And we'll see you later, folks. Bye-bye.